Uh, here on the Syosset Conversations podcast. 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 This episode of the Syosset Conversations podcast is available for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or redistribution of this podcast without the express written consent of the Syosset Central School District, Freezer Box Studios, and Major League Baseball is hereby prohibited. The views, information, or opinions expressed on the podcast are solely those of the individual hosts and guests and do not necessarily represent those of the Syosset CSD, the Syosset BOE, the STA, the SPA, the NFL, or the NCAA. Syosset Central School District is not responsible for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast series. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate, entertain, and inspire, so don't expect accuracy. This podcast series does not constitute any form of professional, personal, or medical advice. It's just a podcast, and we honestly can't believe it ever got approved. Enjoy the show. Live from the Freezer Box Studios, located inside the AP Willis East Coast Laboratory for learning, forgetting, and something else. Mary, Mary, I need your hugging. I'm James Connolly. Immediately to my left is Lorena Vasis, and we have Engineer Kyle behind the glass. Mary, Mary, why you bugging? So this must be the Syosset Conversations Podcast. Hello and welcome. Today is February 11th, 2022, and this is the first ever episode of the Syosset Conversations podcast. In a little while, we'll be welcoming our first ever guest to the podcast, principal of Berry Hill Elementary School, Miss Mary Colcourst. But before we welcome Mary to the show, I want to say hello to Lorraine. And Lorraine, I know in addition to doing great work in fifth grade, you are one of our student council advisors. So I wanted to ask you how everything's going over at Willits, specifically what's going on with student council? Student council is doing amazing things as usual. Um, It's one one of my favorite things that I do here at Willits. But um, right now the students are bringing in canned soup. For the Super Bowl. Ah, Um, the upcoming Super Bowl. Yeah, the upcoming Super Bowl. We're collecting canned goods, canned soups to be donated to Island Harvest, which will in turn help, you know, needy families all across the island. So it's uh, one of the fun things we do. And the, the, the students bring in their soup and they place it in a receptacle. Uh, based on their prediction for the winner of the Super Bowl. Oh, gotcha. So it's like, you know, so we kind of get a sense of, you know, how our, how our students are thinking the game will turn out. So it's a lot of fun and they are as usual doing a great job making these donations. That's great seeing them do that important work. And I actually love the idea of them having an opportunity to make predictions. I'm thinking maybe later in the show, we'll wait till we have Mary on, but maybe we can get everybody, uh, everybody on the show to offer up their Super Bowl predictions. Who's going to win you guys up for that. Maybe uh, pick a final score. Sound good. We'll get Mary to give us one. Love it. I think I already have she can. She can predict using her uh, Harry Potter ways as she is, <laughs> she is the chosen one from Harry Potter. Yes. So uh, we'll see if she can do that. Um, so thank you for that, Lorraine. And I'm very excited to see that, um, you know, student council is back and able to really function during the pandemic. It was really challenging to get students together and do that work, but uh, really impressed that you and I know right now working with Tiffany have been able yes. to make student council so successful. Thank um, you. So, um, 
In lieu of uh, listener mail, because this is typically our listener mail segment, where it's our first episode, so we don't expect to see anything in our listener mailbox, um, I'm going to just take this as an opportunity to welcome everyone to the podcast uh, and tell you a little bit about uh, the goals of the podcast. Uh, as I mentioned, we have a listener mail segment, so if you ever want to reach out to us, please do so by emailing us at sioconversations at syosetschools.org. We want this show to be relevant and meaningful for teachers, for students, for community members. So everyone is welcome to email us with show ideas, guest ideas, questions, comments, ways we can improve the show. And again, that email address is sioconversations at syosetschools.org. I want to just share that this podcast is an idea that has been sort of kicked around in different formats for a long time, um, but the opportunity arose kind of in an unexpected way, making the best out of what is a challenging situation, and I don't mind sharing that I personally am going through a challenging time right now, and one of the things that has inspired me during this challenging time is that I've been able to work along with Lorraine and Kyle, who are both incredible uh, and have helped me to take a concept or an idea that seemed pretty out there uh, and develop it into a reality. So one of the things I look forward to the most uh, every week, uh, and sometimes we are working many times throughout the week, is the opportunity to work with these two incredible educators and podcasters and engineers um, in making this podcast happen. Our goal is to entertain our audience, first and foremost, inform our audience, and truly we want to inspire our audience to do amazing things with students because that's what we believe education should be all about. Um, and as I said, life can throw a lot of curveballs at you. Life can be very challenging. And if you can find something that inspires you and motivates you and makes life fun, you should hold on to that and you should chase down those dreams. So... That's my opener in view of viewer mail, and I hope that if you are listening to this podcast, as it is episode one, that you'll come back for episodes two, three, four, and beyond, become a regular listener, and please send us your feedback so that we know which direction to take the podcast in. I'd also be remiss if I didn't thank the man who really made this podcast happen, and that was Dr. Rogers, or as I like to call him, Jedi Master Rogers, who was willing to... Uh, hear us out and consider our crazy proposal uh, and grant us the permission and offer his great insight into where we could take the podcast. Because again, he has uh, inspired us in so many ways and given us this platform to go out and have some fun and hopefully make some history. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to the podcast as much as we have enjoyed creating these podcasts. Enjoy. This break is brought to you by What's New Around the District. If you're looking for things to do on the weekends, have fun with the family, be sure to check out the Syosset website for upcoming events. I know we've had some amazing things happening around the district like the Harlem Wizards, the Adams Family, and much more. Stay in touch, stay connected, and have fun. Hi, this is Mary Kolkhorst. I'm about to step into the freezer box. Wish me luck. I think I'm going to need it. And we're back on the Syosset Conversations podcast. And we're really excited because we have our first ever guest on the podcast, 
who somehow magically appeared here in the studio. Where did you come from? It's our own Mary Colecourse. Let's welcome Mary to the show. Mary, it's so nice to be here with my friends. Mary, you have the distinct honor of being our first ever guest on the podcast. And when we were planning the podcast, it was a unanimous decision that we said you would be an amazing first guest. So welcome to the show. No pressure. Oh, my gosh. Setting the standard for all future episodes. (laughs) But welcome aboard. Um, And we're going to dive right into it by asking Mary to tell us a little bit about her journey from classroom teacher to enrichment specialist into the world of administration. So Mary, tell us a little bit about how you got here. Sure. I'm gosh, I'm so happy to be here and I'm completely humbled to be your very first guest. I'm just going to assume that that's because everybody before me turned you down, but that, no, that's it's okay. Because, it's because you're the chosen one. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you know how much I love that. So uh, believe it or not, I have been in education for 34 years. Wow. Um, yeah, 34 yeah. years. <laughs> I, I've i been a classroom teacher. I taught kindergarten, first grade, third grade, fourth grade. Um, back in the city, they called it TAG. I was a, a talented and gifted teacher for a little bit. And I landed in Syosset quite by accident, frankly. So uh, believe it or not, my mom saw an ad in the New York Times and said, hey, don't you have your master's in that gifted thing? <laughs> and I decided to apply for the position. <laughs> And I'll never forget, I, I walked into the boardroom, right? We're all familiar with that boardroom. Of course. And, and oh my God, there was quite a panel in front of me. So there was Pat Galaskis, like an oldie but a goodie, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Eleanor Zwirling, who was like, you know, always so impeccably groomed and, uh, and well-dressed. Absolutely. Um, Harriet Yamtov was there. She was one of our Project Beyond teachers at the time. I learned a tremendous amount from her. And we went through the interview, and it felt like a conversation. So I, I walked wow. out, and I, and I was pretty happy. Um, and great. then I, I got the call to come back and meet with Dr. Streitman. Ah. So. Yeah, that that was, I mean, talk about intimidating. So I walked into Dr. Streitman's office and um, he had his feet up on on the desk. You know, he answered, he asked me a couple of questions and, and uh, he was, as usual, his his charming, debonair, intimidating self. Sure. <laughs> and I left the interview with him saying to me, now, listen, I'm going to call your principal. So you should probably pre- prepare her for, for the call. And I, I went home and I said, you know what? What am I doing? I, I love where I am. And <laughs> ah. I, this is insane. So, cold you know, 100% cold feet. Yeah. So in, in 1996, um, I sent a fax to Dr. Streitman and I said, thank you so much for taking the time to, to interview me. Please withdraw my name from consideration <gasps> no. at this point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You never heard anyone say that before. That yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, apparently they hadn't either because they completely ignored that they got that fax. Good. And then they did the right thing. It was unbelievable. They they called me in, they offered me the job. Here I was. You know, in the beginning, I was split between Berry Hill and South Grove to make a super okay. long story short. Okay. Um, Marty Mandelker advocated for me to be full time at Berry Hill and I I've been happily here ever since. So I enjoyed my enrichment position tremendously. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, um, I was elected to the Board of Education in North Shore Schools. And that opened up a whole other world for me that I had no idea existed. Mm -hmm. So 
that kind of led me into a path of administration. Never in a million years dreaming that I would be an administrator in Syosset, let alone in the building that I taught in. Yeah. So I'm I'm super grateful to have followed this path, and well, I'm blessed I'm, with, with the people around me. And and I know the Berry Hill faculty is very grateful that you followed mm -hmm. that path and became the principal of that building. And I can tell you, uh, as a colleague working with you closely among the seven elementary principals, I'm so grateful that you joined our team because you are such a great asset to the team. And um, in every way, somebody who cares about everyone you work with and you care so much for the teachers mm -hmm. that, that you work with over at Berry Hill, it, it uh, reminds us as principals uh, to stay focused on what's really important. You do a great job of doing that as a member of our principals team or wolf pack, as I like to call us. Yes, you do. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet of you to say. And I appreciate all the crazy phone calls you take from me to bounce things <laughs> off of you. I always look forward to those. And I'm That's glad awesome. you took this one. <laughs> That's a great story. I really, um, I, you know, I didn't obviously know a lot of that, but that's a great story. And I remember, you know, I've been here almost as long as you. And I remember coming over to Berry Hill back in the day when we went for district meetings. Remember, yeah. we used to have like, you know, the monthly fourth grade meetings at the time. And then later on, I remember you you started to run those meetings. Um, oh, wow. You 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 took the total lead on that. And I remember always when you did always leaving there with such a. Um, a good feeling like we accomplished something like it was so it was meaningful oh, wow. it was purposeful and I could tell from a very you know or very early on that it was something that was in you to always create that optimal experience whether it's for your teachers um, your your colleagues um, and I'm sure you know you help your teachers create that environment over at Berry Hill um, so we're just kind of curious how do you help continue to help your teachers create um, an optimal learning experience over at Berry Hill yeah, thank you. Th thank you for those very kind words. I, I appreciate that. So I, I think that one of the most important things when you become an administrator is to never forget what it's like to be like, I, I'm going to be a teacher in my heart mm. uh, until the day that I die. I'm, I, it, that's just who I am as a person. So all of the things that I, I used with my students, I, I carry that forward with my teachers. So I model all those things at faculty meetings. Um, and you know what, frankly, we're very open and honest and, and we talk about, you know, taking risks mm. and it, you know, nine times out of 10, I, and, and James will back me up, you know, you're going through a faculty meeting and, and in all honesty, like it doesn't always go the way that you thought it was going to go <laughs> in your head. And I'm very honest about, you know, and I'll, and I'll say to my teachers, okay, guys, so, so here's the thing. I thought we were going to go in this direction. We're going to go in this direction and that's mm -hmm. okay. So, you know, that kind of like flexible yeah, thinking. That that kind of flexible thinking um, and, and being able to to really take the cue from your learners, right? So whether your right. learners are grownups or kids, like to me, it's all about creating that student-centered environment. And mm -hmm. you know, for me in this position now, my students are my my staff. Right. right. So, you know, all of those kinds of things. And I, I try I try to, to model during faculty meetings, like the kinds of instructional strategies that I want to see when I'm walking around the building. You know, we're, we're, we're very casual here. Um, and I think one of the most important things is, is setting up like an emotionally safe environment for, for people you know, for kids and for adults at the same time, because I think when you're feeling emotionally safe and secure, that's when you, you, 
feel comfortable to take the risk. That's when you, you know, that's when you feel comfortable to say like, all right, well, that that didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. What what I learned from that, like, geez, next time I teach that lesson or next Mm -hmm. time I have that meeting, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. Right. You know, and the other piece of it is, you know, nobody, nobody succeeds all by themselves. So, you know, we, we have an amazing team here Mm -hmm. and, that kind of collaboration makes everybody better. So, bus today, bus 117. students on bus 117. Even if it's, you know, a faculty meeting where I happen to be standing there at the moment, it's, you know, four people collectively put their heads together and I'll pass it off to somebody else. It's, you know, it's all about what we do here as a team. You know, we, we like right. to call ourselves a Barry Hill family because mm-hmm. we really do feel like that, honestly. Not good. Brilliant. <laughs> I hope that answered your question, Lorraine. <laughs> oh, it did. It absolutely did. I mean, I, I, I'm sure, um, I know I have some friends over at Berry Hill and I know it's, it's very similar, you know, I know it's a similar feeling to here and I know mm. we refer to ourselves the same way. So, um, and like I said, going back from knowing how you ran the meetings back then, I, I'm sure it's still very present in, at, at Berry Hill today. So thank you. Yeah, and I think our listeners would really love to hear some of the innovative projects and any other things that are going on at Berry Hill. Could you just tell us a little more about that? I, I'm sorry, Mary. That that's Kyle. That's our engineer behind the glass. So um, I, I didn't know we were taking questions from behind the glass today. Um, so you don't have to answer that, Mary. No, that, no that, problem. I'm 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 always happy to talk about the exciting things that are going on, okay. you know, up here on the hill. Gotcha. <laughs> I know that kind of came out of left field. It's our first episode. So kind of Lorraine and I'll probably do most of the question and answer. Right. Um, and Kyle, we'll talk uh, off air. But uh, Mary, go <laughs> feel free to respond to that. No, all good, all good. Um, so it, it's interesting. So when I made the transition from enrichment specialist to principal, one of my goals, and and I think it's because I lo- I just love teaching so much, was to take those instructional strategies and and the way of approaching curriculum and and you know the types of things that we did in Project Beyond and kind of bring that out into a general mm-hmm. education kind of an environment. Um, you know, those, those hands-on kinds of projects and the way that students relate to, to one another. And I think we've been pretty successful so far at being able to do that. Um, you know, kids really learn best when they learn in context and when they're engaged in something that's meaningful to them. So we've worked really hard to, to really create opportunities for kids that mean something to them, that, that, mm-hmm that they're interested in, that they're excited about, that they can pursue. And, and, you know, along the way to be able to embed, you know, some of the content, you know, that that's where they really retain it. Right. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm learning a math lesson where somebody's standing at a whiteboard, I'm I'm not going to retain any of that. But if I'm on the floor and I'm measuring and I'm talking to my partner and I'm creating and I'm building, you know, those are the kinds of things that that I'm going to remember, you know, into adulthood. You know, like I'm, you know, real really old right now. And when no, truthfully, (laughs) you know, when I when I think back on you know, like, what are the things that you remember from school, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't remember sitting there in my desk, like, you know, looking at somebody teach. I remember the times where I got the opportunity to really engage in conversation, you know, with my friends about something. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Because, you know, think about it like, we're, you know, so we're preparing kids, right, for, for what? For their future. But their future really is now. Mm-hmm. So we, we talk about, you know, when you go up all the way back to, to, um, to Bloom, Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about synthesis, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I am so old that uh, <laughs> synthesis has replaced evaluation at the top of the pyramid. So, uh-huh. so I mean, that that's, that's the whole me. I idea. thought you were going to say Bloom came out after I was teaching for a while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Um, but, I mean, isn't that the goal, right, to, to kind of, you know, take what you're learning and create something new from that? So, you know, the, having that opportunity to, to, you know, talk with your friends. Like one of the things that we really focus on, you know, here on the Hill is student to student conversation. Mm-hmm. Because I think when you, when you're watching a group of kids take charge of their own learning and talk to one another and, you know, sometimes we'll give them some scaffolding and, and, you know, some conversation prompts just because they don't always have the skills to be able to carry on that conversation. That's really, you know, when you see the learning take place, that's when, when they're processing the thought of one of their peers, that's when you can see their eyes pop. And, right. and they're looking at things in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's validating like, oh, my gosh, they they think the same thing I think or they have an opportunity to be like, oh, my God, gee, I never thought of it that way. Right. You know, you don't want that ping pong, right? Teacher, mm-hmm. student, student, teacher. I mean, the goal, like I, I will quote Harriet Yamtov way back when, right? You want to be the guide on the side and not the sage on the stage. Right. So the I idea, love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an oldie, but a good, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, because you just want to, you know, you want to steer it, right? Keep it in a little bit of a frame. But who's really doing the learning if you're doing all the talking? You know, yeah. you you yeah. want the kids to be able to to process. This absolutely. is a, a, amazing stuff. And I, I, I know our listeners are going to just absolutely eat this up. I hate to oh, pause us yeah. here. <laughs> but we do have to go to our, our first break um, during our conversation here with Mary. And I do want to save some time so that when we come back, um, we can talk a little bit more with Mary about kind of where she'd like to see things headed in the future at Berry Hill or in Syosset. Uh, and I do want to make sure we have a little time when we come back to get everybody's Super Bowl picks, because this Sunday we uh, have a big Super Bowl game between the Rams and the Bengals. So I'd like to hear what everybody has to say in terms of predictions. Uh, and then we'll hear. Uh, an, another prediction in terms of what Mary's thinking about the future of teaching and learning here in Syosset. So stick around. If you say so. Hi, this is James from the Syosset Conversations podcast and the Finding Fusco podcast. I'm here today to answer a question that we often get on the air, which is what books do you guys read that inspire you? So I want to share with you a book called Make It Stick, The Science of Successful Learning by Peter Brown. Henry Rodiger, and Mark McDaniel. I know it doesn't have Dr. Bjork in the title, but I promise you'll find plenty of Dr. Bjork inside. This is a book that has really helped me understand the cognitive science behind learning. I've shared it with many teachers and administrators across the district, and I encourage you to check it out. When you do, please let us know what you think by emailing us at scioconversations at syosetschools.org. Mental, that one. I'm telling you. 
Oh, well, we're back. And I, I hope that wasn't directed at our special guest here, Mary Colcourse. <laughs> she has been sharing some great insight about the work happening at Berry Hill um, and her amazing views on teaching and learning. Before we ask her about the future of Berry Hill, I wanted to take this opportunity as this Sunday is Super Bowl 56. Does that sound right to everybody? 56? I think so, yeah. um, we've got a big showdown between the Rams, who many people thought might be in the Super Bowl, and the unexpected team, the Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals. So I wanted to go around on the pod and get everybody's predictions for the Super Bowl. Who, who do you think will win and give us a final score? So Lorraine, you want to get us started? What do you think sure. about the Super Bowl this Sunday? Well, uh, I'm going to go with the Rams over the Bengals with a score of 27 to 8. And my reason wow. for that is being so specific is because those are the numbers I got in the pool. Oh, so. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there in the universe and hope it comes back to me. So All right. That's that. pick. Put it down on paper and hopefully she's right and wins yep. her pool. Uh, yeah. Mary, what are your thoughts about the upcoming Super Bowl? I love it. Um, so I think the Rams are the blue and yellow jerseys. Is that right. right? Okay. Correct. So um, I'm going to go with the Rams only because um I really, that was an exciting Tampa Bay game, and I'm really happy that they uh, beat Tom Brady, just saying. Nice. Okay, okay. Although I do typically root for an underdog, and I mm. know that the Bengals haven't won in a really long time. That but is true. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams uh, 27-3, and wow. not, because, not yeah. because I have those numbers in the pool, because <laughs> okay. they did it behind my back, frankly. But, oh, gotcha. But because there were multiples of nine. Ah, (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. All right. uh, Engineer Kyle, do you want to unmute and uh, share with us your Super Bowl pick? Sure. I'm rooting for the Bengals here, but I don't think that, I don't know. I think that the the Rams, they might score late. I'm thinking a 23-20 final score. All right. I don't know if you follow a lot of football, Kyle, but uh, the Rams don't typically score late. Uh, That's not really Stafford's. Uh, style. Um, and that's a pretty close game compared to our other picks here. Uh, and I think I'm going to agree with Lorraine and Mary more of a, a one-sided game. Uh, Kyle's got it picked pretty close, but uh, doesn't seem to be much of a football guy. So I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals uh, being the winners. Uh, they are the underdog, but I really like Joe Burrow. So I'm going to go with the Bengals and uh, final score, let's say 28-21 Bengals. So that's mm-hmm. my Super Bowl pick. Um, right. So thank you to everybody for your picks. They are recorded here, and uh, yes. we'll be looking forward to playing them back if uh, one of us is lucky enough to have the perfect score, like maybe James. Um, so <laughs> thank you for the picks. And speaking of looking into the future, Mary, uh, we wanted to ask you to just share with us where you'd like to see Berry Hill and Syosset heading You know, maybe in the next year or next five years. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm just wondering if one of us actually wins it. Who, who's paying for that? Just, mm. just out of curiosity, can, there. But we can always <laughs> find you know, a, a yes. central office yes. administrator or someone who can take care of that. So. Perfect. Um, All right, Mary, take it away. What's so, the future you know, hold? It's funny the the future. So I feel like it's so hard to look into the future right now, right? Because the, you mm-hmm. know the future is you know the future is next week. So. Sure. You know, what do, what do we want? So we're looking for a long-term plan. Um, you know, we're thinking about what are the kinds of things that create an opportunity to, to make a school that we really want, you know? This sure. is a chance to kind of hit reset and and design the, the 
best possible building, the best possible environment, the best possible opportunities for our students to, to have. So, you know, what's the future look like, right? So let's bring back some of that flexible furniture because uh-huh. that that's the way that people learn best, right? They don't learn sitting, staring at a whiteboard. They learn in groups. They learn in pods. They want to have the flexibility to be able to, to get up and walk around. You know, traditionally, Syosset really has been a leader in, in so many areas. And, you know, I think that most recently, you know, with you know, everything that's happening in the world, we have risen, you know, to the, to the top with, you know, our digital resources and, and our use of technology. You know, we always talked about using technology to, to amplify, right. And not using technology just simply for technology's sake. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we really were, were plunged into the deep end of the pool and, and had no choice, but to have to use technology to, to really amplify what we're doing, you know, and, and sometimes that's a blessing and a curse, right? Sure. So here, you know, we're much we had to get used to the technology and now we're we're much more comfortable with it. And at the same time, we can see amazing possibilities. You know, we're all back together again and we can take mm-hmm. that technology and really, you know, ap- apply it in a different kind of a way. Um, you know, the things that I would like to see are the things that the the kids really remember when they walk away from here. You know, what are the kinds of skills that are going to serve them in their life? You know, the, the ability to, to process information, the ability to, to talk to another person, the ability to, to read and analyze and, and look for, you know, cause and, and effect and, and create something new and exciting. So, it, you know, it, it's hard when you talk about the future because it, it's not, you know, it's never written in stone, right? We, right. we don't always know. And I, I think that when we have to, when we think about it, I think we have to think in, in, you know, a more open, flexible kind of a way and think about how do we want to, how do we want to teach kids how to think? Yeah. Because, you know, to me, that's, that's the most important thing. Absolutely. And, you know, you said a lot of great things there, but one thing Mm -hmm. that's uh, really, um, you know, making me kind of turn the gears in my brain is the idea of how everybody now is somewhat of a, I wouldn't say tech expert, but, but everybody's level of tech has been uh, you know, elevated due to the pandemic. So you've got so many more people and so many creative minds that can come together and say, what if we utilize this technology for this purpose or, or this can be the solution to this exactly. problem that we've always right. had in classrooms. So exactly. I think the future uh, is really bright in terms of ways we can bring in technology and certainly to maybe change our focus from things like how quickly can we get students to perform a task to the idea of how do we teach students how to think? How do we teach students how to learn and remember? Exactly. And I really, I'm really inspired by, by your comments there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I we, got just the thing to cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of just the thing to cheer you up, we would love to keep uh, Mary on and, and ask her many more questions uh, on these topics, but we do have to save some time here on the podcast for the Syosset Conversations trivia game. So um, we're going to ask Mary to stick around. Uh, As she knows, she'll have an opportunity to win some cash prizes. She may not know that there is a mystery caller who's going to be calling in to wish you luck uh, as you participate in the trivia game. (laughs) Um, So I know you're going to stick around because you have a chance to win and also to find out who that mystery caller is. We hope that everybody listening will stick around as well uh, because when we come back from the next break, Uh, We will be challenging Mary to answer questions about her favorite book series, uh, Harry Potter. Oh, nice. Stick around. It's going to be a a challenging round of trivia, our first ever uh, here on the Syosset Conversations podcast. 
Hey, this is James from the SaaS Conversations podcast. And when I'm not busy interviewing amazing guests, talking with Lorraine or reminding Kyle to stay muted, I like to do exactly what you're doing now. Listen to podcasts. Today, I want to tell you about a great podcast for educators, students, parents, and really anyone who wants to know more about learning. It's called the Learning Scientist Podcast, and it features, and it was created by, Drs. Simiraki and Dr. Weinstein. It's very informative, evidence-based, and will help you to understand the cognitive science behind learning. Although they have some amazing new episodes, I encourage you to go way back to the start of the podcast and check out some of their early episodes. Those feature evidence-based strategies, including interleaving, spaced practice, retrieval practice, dual coding, concrete examples, and elaboration. Those are some of my favorites, and I'm sure Marilyn Rodriguez would agree. You can find the Learning Scientist podcast on Apple Podcasts and probably on any other app where you can download podcasts. Please check them out. It's like this podcast, except it's research-based and they actually know what they're talking about. Also, please email us and let us know what you learn, or email us to share any other great resources that you have on the science of learning. You can reach us at scioconversations at sciacetschools.org. Okay, we are back with Mary Kolkhorst here on the Syosset Conversations podcast. And again, you can reach out to us anytime via email at scioconversations at syossetschools.org. That is our official email address. Um, and please send us questions, send us your feedback about the show, or suggest future guests. But uh, they have a tough act to follow after our amazing guest, Mary, today. Um, and before we let Mary go, we're going to play our Syosset Conversations trivia game. And it's a chance for Mary to win some cash prizes. Um, and we know that everybody here on the show is is rooting for mary and hoping that she does a great job uh at our trivia game but we thought it might be nice to bring on a special mystery caller to also wish her luck so um engineer kyle can we try and get mary's special mystery guest off the golf course and on to there's no golf course. can we try and get your mystery caller on the air um to say hello to you and of course to wish you luck at our trivia game Oh my gosh, you're making me so nervous right now. I see the phone ringing. Yeah. I don't hear it ringing, but I see that it's trying James? to connect. Oh. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Oh Is this my Nicole? goodness. Hi. Hello, Nicole Alvada. <laughs> Welcome to the Science Conversations podcast. I'm so excited. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Lorraine. I'm, How are you? I'm, I'm so you? relieved. Mary is so relieved. <laughs> I'm so I'm relieved. Excited Hi, Mary. You. Hey, Nicole. Hi. So I'm no, so excited to be here. I'm so, so excited to hear that it's you, frankly. <laughs> Nicole, what you can't see is that Mary is, is clapping her hands and very excited that it's you calling in. And what we're going to do right now is Mary's actually going to spin our... Uh, our big wheel here like they have on game shows and she's going to spin a wheel which will tell us um, whose money she's going to be playing for today she's got a chance to win five ten or up to twenty dollars of central office money so we're going to spin wow. the wheel and see which central office administrator's money mary is going to be playing for <laughs> so mary give the wheel a big spin and we'll let you know whose money you'll be playing for today okay Oh, Mary's in and it's spinning. Oh. Speaking of money, 
<laughs> Mary Colcourse, you're going to be playing for Dr. Patricia Rufo's money. Uh, and don't accept any of those payments in lieu of taxes. No pilots here. We only want cash or Venmo. Um, so, uh, Mary, there's going to be three levels of questions. and You're going to have a chance to win $5. If you are successful at that, you can cash it in for 10 and try for 10, I should say. And then you have a chance to cash that in and play the $20 question. Nicole, you think she's going to go all the way and win $20? 1,000 percent. You got this. I would like to hear. That's so. awesome. Great Can I have Nicole Mary be and, my backup? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not allowed to help. No, no, no. This is all you. We customized this trivia game for you. So, uh, oh boy. Uh, I wish you luck, as we all do. And uh, everybody here in Syosset, minus Dr. Rufo, uh, we're all rooting for you. <laughs> so, Mary, are you ready for the $5 question? I am ready for the $5 question. Here we go. This might be a, a ground ball for you, but let's see. I Ready for $5. How does Harry get the lightning bolt scar on his forehead? <laughs> well, he gets that in a battle with Lord Voldemort. Beautiful. Okay. No hesitation. All right. All right. I was a little right. concerned. Um, yeah. Then I thought maybe I could give a little more detail. I, obviously, I think these questions are for our basic Harry Potter yeah. fan. Basic we didn't know Harry we didn't Potter. know we had a okay. we didn't know we had Very a superstar. <laughs> Very simple. Yeah. I'm going to ask Nicole here, but I think I know the answer. Do you think she should cash in the five dollars since she answered in two seconds? Um, and go for the ten dollar harder question. A hundred percent. Go for it, okay. Mary. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it based on Nicole's advice. Oh, and okay. if I get it wrong, Nicole will be oh, no. sorry. Well, that's yeah. a good <laughs> okay. I'm going to try and pronounce this correctly and Mary mm -hmm. can help me. I'm oh, sure boy. we need you to name for $10. We need you to name three of the seven of Voldemort's horcruxes. There mm -hmm. we go. Okay. Can you name three of the seven? I can, but I do love that music. <laughs> was that you humming, Mary? What was that? That was me. You know what? That's, how you That's a okay. continual soundtrack that I have playing everywhere I go. It's I just walk around the building and that's what happens. It started. Did you, it. did you see how she went into like a trance almost? It's she was perfect. like, like I mesmerized. I love it. I love it. So let's see. Harry himself is a horcrux. Mm -hmm. There okay. is the locket from Dolores Umbridge that is a horcrux. Wow. There is wow. the, the ring from Tom Riddle's mom that is a horcrux. There is Nagini that is the Horcrux. <laughs> Man. My goodness. My God. You are, you okay. are past good. Congratulations. All right. Really cool course. I, I think. Uh, I, I think we, we may not have pushed you hard enough with these questions. You so. are clearly a, an expert in the world of Harry Potter, amongst other things. <laughs> so congratulations. You can walk away right now with $10 of Dr. Rufo's money. Uh, but. Seeing how successful you were with the first two questions, we are wondering if we can tempt you to risk it all and go for the $20 question. Hmm. Well, you know, James, I'm not much of a gambler, but I feel, ah. yeah, I, I am really confident in my knowledge of Harry Potter, though. Mm -hmm. So okay. I, I, I think I'm going to go for it. I think I'm going to risk it all, and I think I'm going to go for the $20. I'm sorry in advance, Dr. Rufo. All right. <laughs> So I'm taking a look at our $20 question and, and what's special about the $20 question is it's actually a role play question where um, 
Lorraine and Kyle, or I may have to help out from time to time, we will act out a scene from a movie you're familiar with. Okay. <laughs> and then we're going to leave out a critical line that we hope you can insert oh. in that scene. So are you ready for the $20 role play? Oh, I'm a little uh, nervous question. now, but okay. <laughs> okay. You can do it. Have, I think I have some stage directions to read here. Um, <laughs> it says doorstep delivery. Okay. Hmm. And then it says it is nighttime in Surrey. Mary probably could read all this to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, long silvery white beard named Albus Dumbledore, Albus Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. walks out to the forest near the street past a tabby cat standing mm-hmm. next to what looks like a shed. He takes out his Dominator and activates it. Deluminator. Uh, whatever. <laughs> this is the first time I've read. This is as much Harry Potter as I've read in my life. Uh, he activates it. Uh, Dumbledore zaps all the light out of the lampposts. He puts away the device. Uh, and a cat meows. Dumbledore looks down at the cat. And in the role of Dumbledore, take it away, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> I should have known that you would be here, Professor McGonagall. <laughs> Good evening, Professor Dumbledore. Are the rumors true, Albus? I'm afraid so, Professor. The good and the bad. And the boy? Hagrid is bringing him. Do you think it is wise to trust, to trust Hagrid with something so important as this? Oh, Professor. I would trust Hagrid with my life. Professor Dumbledore, sir, Professor... McGonagall. McGonagall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Harry. (laughs) Back to you, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Rogers read this to our whole school, and and I hope he hears how you guys have butchered this part. Oh man, I thought we were doing pretty good. <laughs> well, you, you, you were up until Connolly butchered McGonagall. Oh, all right, Ooh. Ooh. it's him. Okay, all right, Dumbledore. <laughs> no problems, I trust, Hagrid. No, sir. Little Tyke fell asleep just as we were flying over Bristol. Huh? Try not to wake him. There you go. Oh, Albus. Do you think it's it's safe leaving him with these people? I've watched them all day. They're the worst sort of muggles, muggles, muggles imaginable. <laughs> they, they really. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should win just on the basis of bad <laughs> acting. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I thought I had it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. The only family he has. <laughs> this boy will be famous. There won't be a child in our world who doesn't know his name. Exactly. He's better off growing up away from all that until he is ready. There, there, Hagrid. It's not really goodbye after all. All right, Mary. What's the next line? Oh. 
Let me think a minute. Let me think a minute. Okay, These so are making her think a little bit. All right, let me think because this is this is a tough one. Let's see. Okay, so they just dropped him at the Dursleys' doorstep, and they're they're leaving him to to kind of live until he has to go back to Hogwarts again. And right. it, Kyle threw me off a little bit with his Dumbledore. He was great. <laughs> that was I, awesome, Kyle. <laughs> I, I I think that the next line is very somberly spoken. And I think it's good luck, Harry Potter. Is it? Did I get it? Okay. Congratulations. Oh, no. That was nerve wracking. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm sure you felt like you were reliving the book or, or I, oh, watching the movie absolutely. based on our performances. <laughs> yes, that, I, was I think, that was impressive. You impressed I, Nicole. Nicole, don't you I'm think we, we should nominate them for something? I don't know what, but something. Oh, oh, something. I know what. I know what. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, I think you guys should replay this at like the district reception. Oh, like, there I you think go. you should be there and like perform it live. Okay. Performance. Okay. I think a live performance <laughs> is the only way to do it justice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank Mary for tolerating. Yes. Scene. I want to thank Nicole for joining us. I want to thank Dr. Rufo for paying Mary $20 to come up with the line, Good luck, Harry Potter. That was an amazing first round of can the I, Can I put a pitch trivia. in? Yes, please. Dr. Rufo can put my, my $20 towards my outdoor classroom idea. How's that? Oh, perfect. Nice. Perfect. Beautiful. She could just, uh, you know, submit it to you through WinCap. Well. There, there you go. Exactly. Just add, it, the... add it to my budget. That's add all. To my budget. <laughs> so congratulations to Mary. Great yes. job on, on our first ever trivia game. And thank you, Nicole, for, for rooting Mary on and for being a special of guest course. today. Um, Nicole holds a special place in our hearts, not only at Berry Hill, yes. but uh, her early days over at Willits. We we remember you very fondly, and, and we miss you over at Willits. Stop trying um, to take and when her Mary's back. not on air, we'll talk to you about how to <laughs> yeah. put Stop trying to poach so. Nicole. <laughs> All right, oh, so we're going to let Nicole thank go. You, Nicole. Bye, Nicole. I thank you so much. Bye, Nicole. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Nicole. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. All right, Mary, congratulations. A best. job well done. Yeah. You, you won that money fair and square. Yeah, uh, thank you. Absolutely. We're take, uh, one All more on break the up and up. before <laughs> we say goodbye to Mary here on the Syosset Conversations podcast. Stay tuned. Checkmate. Hi, this is Mary Kolkhorst. I just had a magical conversation with the cast of Sio Conversations. What an amazing, enchanted time. I'm Lorena Vazes, along with James Connolly and Kyle Small for Sio Conversations at the Freezer Box Studio. We would like to thank our guest, Mary Colcourse, for joining us. I think I'm going to start watching and reading some Harry Potter. It's never a big fan, but this has been fun and informative. Until next time, peace, love, and positivity. I'll leave you with this quote from Harry Potter. Working hard is important, but there's something that matters even more. Believing in yourself. I believe in us. Peace out, Dooseldorfs.